What's up, y'all? Welcome back to HRT. This is a Funko of me. If you are not looking at your screen, do it now because you're missing out. As Brittany Broski says, stop driving. If you're driving, look at your phone and look at this fucking Funko Pop of me that my lovely girlfriend got for me. It's holding a computer and a microphone. And it's me. And this is important. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this week, the guest is Lavender, a trans woman. Uh, she's young. She's 22. Uh, Lavender, Lavender and I had really great conversations about um, passing, about dating, about uh, trans women being ostracized. Uh, we talked We talked a lot about a lot of good stuff. Um, we also talked about trans spirituality. I really struggled saying that word today, so I explained that. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. It was really fun. Uh, let me know what you think of it. Please drop a comment uh, or a like uh, on the video itself. I would really appreciate it. It helps me out a lot. Make sure you follow me on Discord. Subscribe to me on Patreon. You know the spiel. I work really hard on both of those things, and I would really appreciate it. Um, hypothetically, if I were to have HRT stickers, who would buy them? Who would buy an HRT sticker? I just, I'm just asking for a friend. No reason. Um, with that, let's go talk to Lavender. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. All right, Lavender, I'm going to ask where you are from. I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How does North Carolina treat you? Um, it's okay. Like, I love it for a lot of reasons. Are you allowed to use a bathroom in North Carolina? No, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hypothetically, it's really weird. Like, especially when I was just like, like on the border of passing, it was really weird. So I just kind of would like wait for a gender neutral bathroom or just mm -hmm. like, be really stressed out about it, but like it's okay. Not the best for trans people. Yeah, no. But like, I guess, I guess, yeah. It depends, you know, if you pass and stuff too. I guess I didn't yeah. think about that because I was. I said this before, but I was in North Carolina when the law was passed and pre T. So I was like, I don't pass. I can't use the bathroom. It was horrible. yeah, yeah. It was not fun. That's really scary. Since then, I've hated North Carolina, but now you're like the yeah. third or second guest that I've had from North Carolina. So now I think I have to start making amends with North Carolina. Yeah, it's all right. Okay, good. Do you do you think there's like a lot of like trans, like more transphobic people in North Carolina than like say New York or no? Yeah, definitely there is, and like at least for me, a lot of it is subtle. Um, like when I started transitioning, I wasn't it didn't really click that like no one was outright telling me like I hate you but like it was a lot of people just kind of like really like stopped talking to me or like really like cut those ties so I think there is like a lot of transphobic people and like trans people really have to stick together period hey <laughs> it's the most important part right no right uh, now how old are you I'm 22 22 I didn't know that nice 24 Anybody okay, we're just curious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you on hormones? 
Yeah, I am. Slay queen. How long yeah, you been on hormones? I've been on hormones for almost a year. Oh my God, wow. I'd assume longer. Thank you. Uh, are you on injections or the uh, the pill? Yeah, I just switched injections, but do you want to hear the story? It's like kind of quick. Yeah, for sure. Okay, like I started... Like I started doing like monotherapy with just estrogen pills, but it didn't really work. And that was in like late January, 2023. And then I started testosterone blockers in like May. And then, so I was doing both of those and it was working really well. And then I had to stop estrogen like completely for a little bit because I was having these migraines that were putting me at a risk for a stroke. Like it was a specific type. So I got back in December cause I was like away for like three and a half months. And when I got back, my levels had like completely gone back. Like this was a little, like around a month ago. So I like switched injections. So I think that it's working. Oh, wow. So with injections, you're less, you're less likely to, you know, die from a stroke, right? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I guess that's just one of like the small side effects. I didn't really hear about that happening to anyone else. And I think I was also like really dehydrated because I was in like, it was like, 80 degrees at least every day. So mm. I think that was part of it. Yeah, <laughs> that tracks. But yeah. I've heard that. I think, is it people who get migraines? You said you get migraines? I don't usually. I was just having them. Like, mm. I would have, like, like auras where, like, I couldn't see for a second. Mm. And then I would have a migraine. Mm. And apparently, like, that type. No, that makes sense. I think my girlfriend told me that because i think birth control is the same way like if you get migraines right. or something you can't go on birth control because it leaves you at risk yeah. for a stroke or something yeah that sucks so how long were you off hormones for um it was like it was like three weeks so it wasn't that bad still sucks still not fun yeah it really did though it really sucked like i felt i wasn't necessarily like depressed completely but i felt just really horrible for the whole time yeah, it fucks you up. So, well, how long were you on it before you stopped? Um, like probably ten months. Yeah, that's or like, nine months. That's like, that's like a chunk. <laughs> that's that's a good yeah. amount of time. And then to just like stop cold turkey too, like yeah, that would that would harm me as well. Um, yeah. so now you're on injections. Yes, I just started. Slay! Congratulations. Like, yeah, right. Uh, you. what is your dose? I take, it's like 0.2 milliliters or four, like four milligrams once a week. Cool. <laughs> no idea what that means, but I was okay. like, <laughs> actually, actually, I just had an appointment for, if anybody gives a fuck, I just had an appointment yes. with, uh, my clinician, is that cl- 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 clinician, clinician, yeah. fuck me, I don't yeah. know. From the people at uh, Folks, because Mm -hmm. I get bad stomach cramps, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Somebody help me. Uh, So now I'm no longer going to take my shots every two weeks. I will be taking my shot every week. So that's fun, but also not fun because I forget my shot day literally every time. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I even asked her. I asked the woman. I was like, hey, what's... Can you explain dosage to me? Like milligrams, milliliters, what the fuck is the difference? What's sub Q right. even? Why did you, why do people even do intramuscular? And she was like, and then she said something to me that I didn't understand. And I was like, maybe, maybe she could tell me something so I could say it on my podcast and impress everybody. <laughs> but no, <laughs> didn't work. 
Now, this may be a dumb question, but yeah. with estrogen, I think I've asked this before mm-hmm. to another trans woman, but with estrogen, is there sub-Q and intramuscular as well? Yes, there is. Slay, what do you take? I do intramuscular. Oh my God, Slay! I love it. Oh my God. Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think, I was going to say you're the first trans woman to be intramuscular, but I think you're the tr- first trans woman to be on injections on the pod. Mm, right. Yeah. I know the pills are a lot more common, at least for people I know too. Yeah. I, because with the pills, you take them every morning, right? Yeah. I took them twice a day. Got it. Do you like the the fact that you don't have to do that anymore with injections? Yes. I love it. Like in, like I'm saying this with only having done it for weeks, but I think it feels better just like having it directly into the bloodstream because mm-hmm. rather than having to like process it through my liver like twice a day and it's kind of like True. a lot of spikes and this better one's better. It, but also like the day before my shot day, like I feel really shitty because I know that there's like a five day half-life. I don't know if it's the same for testosterone, but. Well, yeah, I think that's why I just got switched to every week now because I would only really get cramps like right before I was about to take my next shot, which just means I was running mm-hmm. low on testosterone and the estrogen in my right. body was like, ah! <laughs> basically, I, I think that's all it is. Right. Uh, now, how do you feel about injections? Do you have like shot anxiety or anything? Okay, no, but that's so recent because the first two, my dad helped me. This third was like really tough. I was like FaceTiming like, 10 million trans mass people and I'm like I can't do it I can't do it I can't do it um but I did it like after a few hours but then like this past Tuesday I did it and it took like five minutes it was just like super quick just like bam 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 so like I think I'm past it hopefully mm. now what part of it like scares you the most is it like the the pain or just the thought of the needle yeah I think it's the thought like I think it's like hitting my bone or something or yeah actually i remember i think aiden said it on my episode with him he said Mm -hmm. he uses one of those like massage guns that you've probably seen like on Mm -hmm. his thigh and yes i've heard about that mm -hmm, i got i got one for christmas and i used it right before i took my shot painless absolutely painless didn't feel a thing so i highly recommend that Okay, okay. If you don't have one, you could literally probably just rub the injection site too. Yeah. Okay. Word. I've been doing this for seven years, and that was the first time. It was like absolutely. Right. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not. Okay. Now tell me about surgeries. Have you gotten any? Do you want any? Yes, I haven't had any surgeries. Um, and I'm getting. Like hypothetically, I'm talking to two doctors, and I have pretty much decided, but I need to be accepted. So everyone like manifest this with me, but I'm getting a vaginoplasty, hopefully like January, 2025. Oh my God, slay. Congratulations. That's awesome. You're definitely going to get it. I am manifesting that for you. you. Uh, you Now, what kind of goes into that? Like you said, 2025, is it like money? Is it like just preparing mentally? Is it because doctors suck? Yeah, there's so much I could say about this. Like, so I'm going to Thailand, I think. Um, yeah, right. Because I some trans girls will like do that because there's different types. So you like, of course, you can do it here. And there are doctors that do it here. And 
I was originally going to here because of insurance, but just like with my insurance, regardless, I would still be paying like a ton of money. And without insurance here, it's like $25,000 or something. Wow. And also just like the process here, like it takes like, regardless, it takes like probably two years or like at least a year to just like get in. And it's just like a long process of like getting letters from people Mm. and it's exhausting and you like don't know like who to go to, but I'm starting to figure it out. It's just like feels really complicated. And like, there's also like different like methods. Yeah. That sounds hard. I feel like I know that bottom surgery for trans men is a lot more goes, a lot more goes into it than like top surgery, but for trans women, I feel like it's even fucking harder. For why, I don't know. Right. That sounds crime. hard. And I honestly oh, sorry. Okay. I think it's a hate crime. No, <laughs> it is a hate crime. <laughs> so true. Literally a hate crime to us. They should just like give it to us and go. Right. Like, yeah, for free also. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, right. You said right. you said twenty five thousand. Is that what you said? Right. Okay, so in Thailand I'm gonna be paying like I think for everything, 18000 but still, like, I literally don't know how I'm going to get this money, like... God. Yeah, it's so expensive. I mean, but also, like, I know some people, like, for example, I know people that work at Starbucks, like, probably are, like, not going to be paying anything if they do it here, so... True. I know that's not the case for everybody. You get a job at Starbucks. Why don't you do that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's <a> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, fuck that. That's too much. I mean, even like top surgery costing me like $11,000, which is Dang. a lot, but like not fucking 25000 So No, that's like so much money. Like, absolutely not. Gross amount of money for why? I don't know. Yeah. But like, say, right. say like a trans man, I don't know how much, uh, like phalloplasty is for trans men, but like, I know that say like a veteran got his wiener blown off in the war, like that'd be free for him, and I know it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it's true. Like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hard turn. Uh, let me <laughs> tell me about your uh, your coming out story a little bit. When did you come out as trans? Yeah. yeah, so I like definitely had grasped gender like really early. Like when I was like three, I would be like, I'm a girl, I'm a girl. Um, and then definitely like a lot of like dissociation from that for a while just because it wasn't like possible and like my family and community wasn't educated at all. So just like fast forward at the beginning of college originally I like my first year I was going to start transitioning and then we like went home for COVID and I was like okay never mind um so then like then I think like two-ish years ago or less than two years ago I was like I'm non-binary or I just kind of like went like it's like oh like he they and then I was like oh no like they he like then then it was like they them for a while and then like the she just like kind of like got added in and then I was like wasn't like full like now I'm binary and only use she her Mm -hmm. um so it just kind of happened like really gradually to realizing that like that at least right now is like what is true for me but I really started like physically transitioning in January and with like clothing and hormones and like socially Mm-hmm. So you said when you were a kid, 
you you knew you were a girl, but was it like something you knew, like you always knew you were trans, or like there was just like an inkling and you couldn't grasp the whole concept yet? Um, yeah, I guess I didn't really know what trans was, yeah. but I knew, yeah, I definitely knew I was a girl. And I think that it's so weird because then like for a while I just didn't know that. So I don't know if it just like left my consciousness and was yeah. just like kind of like there subconsciously for a while but I guess that's kind of how I feel and then just in general like recently being community with more trans people and just like more education yeah. and I would like I would like get high and like look up like am I a girl like am I trans and then like like shit like that and then I was like and now I feel a lot more secure in it. Google am I a girl <laughs> so how about your family when did you come out to your family yeah so I came out to them like when I was in my non-binary era and then I kind of told them this is my immediate family I never really also like another thing is that I kind of just was like using Instagram for it like instead of like telling everyone same so I would just like update and I would just like post something on my like story so I never really told my immediate family but I I don't know. I never told my like extended family, but I told my immediate family when like when it was happening. Nice. How did they take it? They took it well. Like my immediate family, I think that they there's definitely like a lot of disconnect and it still like really is really hard on our relationship, but they like are accepting, which is really like lucky and special. That's fun. Yeah. We I I love to hear that. Um yeah. now friends close loved ones that aren't family how'd that go yeah um they took it well like no one really besides like some like really whack people that weren't close to me like they took it well it's just like interesting though because my close friends like before I started transitioning are like different so I think a lot of my friends like really like distance from me and I didn't understand like how that was happening or what was happening mm. did you find that like any of your friendships had to like you had to like change the dynamic of them at all mm. I haven't thought about that before Honestly, I think so just... I think just like yeah that's a good one like <laughs> I think just like naturally all like the dynamic of all of my relationships changed because I I was confident in like senses before but also like there's definitely like a new sense of confidence and a new sense of like groundedness and security in myself. That's like a lot different. And mm -hmm. there was a lot that not intentionally, which is like very like disingenuous. So I think just even like besides transition, just like in the past two years, I've changed like so much and like that right. naturally changed the, some of my relationships just for people that like were like, just like not changing and not growing was like difficult period yeah I mean grow together right yeah right I think I relate I uh I think my friendships definitely on like a baseline level though to like since I was no longer a girl the girls no longer asked me to go to the bathroom with them when we went out you know what I mean or like mm -hmm. now <laughs> like now the boys will ask me <laughs> <laughs> I hope not but like yeah things like that for sure and like you know certain things you know 
maybe some of my friends that are girls won't they won't talk to me about certain things anymore which like is a thing that like maybe i miss but also not at the same time because it gives me euphoria but then i also feel left out and i'm like this is contradicting what the hell yeah (laughs) so do you feel anything like that in your friendships or no Mm, that's a good one because i kind of feel like opposite like i in general like 75 percent of my friends are girls and i think i felt more secure and like better in my friendships because I felt more included and like more like shared experiences especially like as my transition went on so and just in general like women in my life were so supportive and like gifting me like physical like clothes and just like advice and like a lot of women like really poured into me so I think that my just like relationship with my friends that were women and in general like in that sense it was giving me more euphoria because in the past, like, especially if I was in, like, a group of girls, like, it still fit, it still felt, like, and this is, like, I was friends with, like, most, like, basically, like, all, like, cis girls, like, before I started transitioning, but, like, in that sense, I would feel just, like, really left out and, like, didn't have the language for why. Mm. That makes sense. I like that. Now, how about gender dysphoria? Do you have it? How do you go mm. with it? Yeah, I do have gender dysphoria. Um, but I think that I'm kind of like now I'm like differentiating like dysphoria and dysmorphia. So I think I have less like I think the only way like place I have dysphoria is like bottom. So I think that's just going to be a lot easier when I'm able to have my bottom surgery. Um, but I think more like now I'm dealing with dysmorphia. Mm. I think I feel like I don't know. I can't. I talked about this on the last episode a little bit, but. I don't think I've ever understood how, because I don't know if I've dealt with dysmorphia to a certain extent where I don't know how I could differentiate, can never say that word, between uh, dysphoria and dysmorphia. Uh, how do you do that, do you think? I literally like don't even know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get it either. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's I guess it's hard, but I guess like some of it is like I didn't feel really jealous, I guess, and like I sometimes like will catch myself like comparing myself to cis girls and other trans girls and just like have to differentiate like oh, like this is okay and just more like confidence in how I look. Right. Make it till you make it. Confidence is key. Right. so true uh i want to talk a little bit about how in in the survey that you took which i appreciate you taking thank you very much um of course you said that you traveled abroad right yes let's talk about that how was that as a trans person where'd you go yes it was okay just the experience in general was like so good but i went um it was my last semester of college from like september to december and I went to Costa Rica and it was a really incredible experience um, in general. And like, n- let me not just be like, oh my God, like I'm like a pretty white girl. It was so hard. <laughs> but, like, but it was, I didn't meet like another like out trans person for mm-hmm. like that, like whole amount of time I was there, which was just like really uh, different. And how long did you say you were there for? I was there for three and a half months. Three and a half months. Got it. Yeah. So not one other trans person? 
Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Costa Rica. Yeah. Cavaliers, <laughs> like people. And I know that there's like trans people there. And also a lot of it is that I was rural for a lot of the time because I studied environmental science. Um, so like where I was traveling and like where I was was like rurally. But I think that they're definitely not people like the people from Costa Rica were like so incredible. But after like a couple of tries for like telling people that I was trans, I just stopped, which isn't something I ever thought I would do because there just like isn't like understanding. And I think it would like really freak some people out. Now, were you able to get hormones while you were there or no? No, I probably could have, but I just ended up getting like a six month like dose before I left. Wait, so you brought you brought it with you, or like, did you do yeah. one of those like injections that'll last you like fucking forever? No, <laughs> I like well, that was when I was taking pills, so I just like had like like a ton of pills. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. And so you didn't see any trans people while you're there now. Yeah. What, what the, Which was is there like? Was there any talk of any, like, of transness at all? Like, there is here, like, bad or good, or just none at all? Um, not that I heard, like, besides, I think besides, like, well, with, like, because I was studying with other students from the U.S., and with that, there was, and also I would bring up a lot, like, because, like, like I'm one to, like, bring something up if I, like, notice, like, transphobia happening, and, like, I'm not really shy about that, so, like, I would bring it up, but mm -hmm. um, I didn't hear a lot, like, from people from Costa Rica or, like, from other countries that I met, but also, I don't know if I just, like, wasn't, like, close enough to, like, be hearing those conversations. Mm. Is Costa Rica, this may be a really dumb question, but is Costa no, Rica, like, where is it? <laughs> is it? It's not part of the no, Caribbean, I is it, or...? Or no? Um, it's like the like one side does touch the Caribbean Ocean, so it's like it's like Central America, like gotcha. It's like like Mexico, and you like keep going like a couple of countries, and then it's there. Right, geography. <laughs> Not right. Like, <laughs> I was just in the Caribbean uh, for two weeks, oh, and this is why I asked. I heard no talk of trans people at all. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> some Caribbean man. Actually, I I was talking to him. He handed me a drink, and I used my polite voice. I was like, oh, thank you so much. And he was like, talk again for me. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, you have a very soft voice. What do you do for a living? And I was like, I have a podcast, actually. <laughs> and... He was like, oh, like, what do you, like, about what? And because I heard no talk of trans people, like, at all in the Caribbean, didn't know, like, how this man would handle it, I was like, uh, just about my life, about, you know, my, I have guests on, they tell me about their life. Uh, what's the name? I, I don't have a name for it. No title. Sorry. <laughs> don't go <laughs> looking for it. Like, people ask me that shit all the time. All the time. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I think I have a really shitty podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, There's no name. Yeah, my no-named podcast about just exactly. my life. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you just not. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so dumb though because like it sucks. I want to be able to like 
go somewhere else and talk about transness because it's a big part of yeah. who I am. And like, I mean, obviously, and like, I don't know the fact that like, it's just so contradicting to me because like, I have a huge, I have a podcast that like where I talk immensely about transness, and then I'll go somewhere else and I'll be afraid to tell somebody about yeah. said podcast where like I'm putting my face out into the world talking about being right. trans, but I'm afraid to do it to like the local store guy. Yeah. I don't know, you know what I mean? Like it's so stupid. Definitely. I don't know. Yeah, that is difficult. Like it's hard when there's just like no knowledge and to like explain to people and like yeah also when there isn't that community too like there was like one time where like after my semester I ended up leaving like earlier than I thought but for like two and a half weeks I was like in this like city and I was like working at a hostel um and like basically I had met this guy that I liked and I kind of like had come out to people that I was like friends with there but like hadn't like at my hostel because I was staying in like a woman's only dorm and it was just like yeah that was like really scary because I'm like oh god like what somebody like finds out but anyways and then so like I really liked him and he was from like rural Argentina and like now I know he had like never met a trans person before but basically so we were supposed to go on a date and then like both it just kind of like didn't work out and then the next night I like got back at like 2 30 and I was like really like I was like really drunk like had definitely like lost control and we like like basically he was like also getting in from going out and like I kind of just was like so like absent-minded like there was no other like trans people to like tell me that I was like being whack with this but anyways he like started kissing me and I was like wait like I hadn't told him and that could have just been like literally like a death like situation for me because I know like here and like also like everywhere like that's how a lot of trans women get killed and I like told him in that moment and luckily it was fine even though he like didn't really understand and also like the language barrier too like I don't really know how to explain like mm. but anyways it was just like things like that where it's like yeah like no where it's hard to like start from at least for me like it was hard to like start from like grounds like zero explaining yeah and like first of all trying to explain to someone you're trans with when there's a language barrier is not easy mm. i've had to do it it's very yeah. uncomfortable <laughs> uh, but no that's some scary shit like that is yeah. and you know if maybe you were if there were other trans people around like if you were maybe in a place that talked about transless transness more maybe mm. it would have been so scary but like damn like and that's something that people that's just people don't have to think of like right and you know like i don't know i'm gonna get a little deep for a second but like it's actually kind of heartbreaking how like you know everybody every girl even every boy has that like dream of like you know meeting the boy or meeting the girl having that kiss and then you know that's every person's fucking dream and then we have to make it stop in the middle of it and have a really uncomfortable conversation and like it's not fun like it actually sucks, and then on top of that, we have to worry about dying, especially for trans. No, women. right? Yeah. Like, what a dream! What a fucking dream! <laughs> no, right? I agree. I think that is really like, yeah, really sad. Like sad that that happened, and like that it was like in that way, and yeah, just like being trans and like navigating like the world and traveling, but like everything is just like really difficult. Yeah. And when were you when you were traveling? Did you run into any problems at like the airport or anything? oh yeah okay so not this time because that does happen like 
I don't know if this happens to trans men. I've just like heard that the like from trans women I know that this happens where like when you go through that like thing that like scans you like a like and this has happened to me too, like where you get like patted down and it's just like really like assaulting. But it didn't happen to me. Like I had to go to not had to, but like I went to like Panama to like come back to renew my visa. Um and there was like one time where, cause I still, I haven't like legally changed my name or my like ID. So it's been over a year and it was like before a lot of like, like the fat redistribution changed on my face and like, I looked different. So there was like almost a problem when I was coming like from Panama to Costa Rica, which would have been really scary. Cause there was like protests happening there and there was just like a lot, but luckily it was fine and like no problems bothered there. That's good. I get fucks. Yeah. Even I get scared. I mean, I think it's definitely definitely worse for trans women in airports and stuff. But when I was, you know, just traveling the to the Caribbean and stuff, I, you know, because you're right, they have like these new things where you don't just go through like a regular metal detector anymore. Yeah, you yeah, go through yeah. the thing where you have to stand like this. Yes. Like, yeah, that's like, goes around you. I always <laughs> like I make contact with like the person who's like telling you to walk through and shit, and I look at them and I'm like, please don't don't embarrass me right now like i know you know please like <laughs> uh yeah no not fun not, not fun, fun at all <clears throat> it's really not there's like, like you know if those people were just more educated on transness and like what right. trans people are you know what goes into being trans all of those things like when you, you wouldn't be so scared like it's just yeah definitely get educated like it's that fucking right. simple <laughs> literally that's your like just study educated right mm. yeah agreed don't even get me started on you all that literally <laughs> uh so we did just talk about dating a little bit but yes. i want to get into it a little bit more um other than that situation how has dating been for you as a trans woman yeah it's been interesting so there's, I also have like so much to say about this, but I was like out before I started transitioning, I was out as like a gay man. And like now I consider myself like since I started transitioning, I like consider myself more like bisexual, but it was like, it was challenging um, and like really dysphoric. Like at the beginning of my transition, it was like hard and I didn't really have a lot of language and like there was one guy I was like kind of seeing like during that but it was just like weird because it was making me like really dysphoric so I kind of just like I kind of just like slowly like ghosted but it's getting like a lot better I honestly think that like I really wish that like trans men were like interested in me and I'm like hoping that's like the future of like or trans women, but, like, just, like, trans people, like, would, like, ask me out, but I think that's, like, hopefully, like, more, like, future dating is, like, t for t vibes, but I have been dating, like, cis men recently, and it's good because I'm learning, like, language, I'm learning to, like, voice how I'm feeling and, like, even, like, ending things, like, I'll say a story, this is all over the place, but yeah, I was yeah. dating this one guy, like, it was before I left for Costa Rica. And then like when I came back, I was like seeing him again, but I had like developed, I was like developing stronger feelings and like basically 
we and like it was nice because like kind of what you were saying with like girls dreams like he would like take me out and like we would like go out to bars and like I would feel like really hot and like go out to like dinner it's just like things that I like really wanted mm -hmm. so it's hard mm -hmm. to like not look at the red flags and it's hard to like not but basically we were like talking one day just about like sexuality he was like oh yeah like I was talking to my roommates about this and like I'm like I'm like straight but like I luckily I close on and but I'm like straight but like I don't care about that and like pointed to like where my dick is and I was like like it was just like first of all like there was like two things that he did wrong because like first of all I'm like oh you like outed me to your like male roommates that are all like a lot physically bigger than me that I like go over to your apartment like that like first of all like okay nice and like and like first of all like, absolutely not like you just like have to like know like there has to be like I can educate him and like I would like tell him how I was feeling and he would incorporate it but like mm -hmm. there just like has to be a baseline because it's so vulnerable to date so like in yeah what fucking world in what world is that okay right. to say like right. I would never like like to a cis person even I would never look at a cis person and be like yeah. that right like that's so disrespectful yeah huh <laughs> right like it was so weird oh god like yeah. i understand not having the language the emotional maturity or just straight up being uncomfortable in a situation and not knowing what yeah. words to use i get it i get it been there but like i don't know a simple way to say that is I don't know my sexuality, but I know I like you. <laughs> yeah, that could have been great. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Sure. Uh, Here you go, King. Yeah. Uh, see, I get, I get the whole, you know, would rather date trans people. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because cis men don't get it. I don't know. Right. Right. It's tough. Yeah. Also, I think, I don't know, with cis men, I feel like, I guess cis men compared to cis women, when cis men have, like, an interest in trans women, I'm always like, but is it a fetish? Like, right. I, it's hard to know yeah. when if it's a fetish or if they're just, like, an open person. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always ask, I'm like, do you fetishize trans girls? Like, that's, like, one of the first questions that I ask, because, like... Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how, like, you could be able to tell the difference. I don't know. Because, like, do they date... Have they always dated just trans women, or do they have they dated cis women as well? You know, if they've only mm -hmm. dated trans women, that might be a red flag. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I haven't run into that, like, personally, but I agree. I think that would be kind of a red flag and, like, yeah. just, like, listening. Like, at least for me, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, listening, like, keeping, like, a close eye on this because, <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I That's why I said I don't blame you about, you know, T for T relationships. You don't have to worry about that with yeah. trans people. I feel like no matter trans Definitely. woman, trans man, whatever. Yeah. Even if a cis woman only dates trans people, red flag, but not as bad as yeah. cis men for some reason. No, that makes sense. It's just like easy to think about. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, now, do you have you ever used dating apps? Yeah, I'm on Hinge How's currently. That? How's that? How's that? It's okay. okay, good. 
right it's honestly okay like no one has like used one of their likes to be like ew so like nothing like nothing like disrespectful um that's good yeah i think it's interesting but there are like a lot of the time when i like stop talking to someone or i like realize it doesn't work out like it does deal with my trans identity just because it's so new and just like in general like that is like a huge barrier in using hinge but it's like okay i do have that i'm trans in my profile which a lot of people would say don't but i don't think it matters it's up to you at the end of the day like i've said it before but you know it kind of does like shoo away all the people who aren't interested in it so you don't have to have that conversation unless they don't look and then they're just fucking stupid but yeah uh that happens happens because like i notice like sometimes i'll like be in the middle of a conversation and like someone like will like unmatch for me i'm like oh you like didn't read it like weird stupid right yeah yeah also like you you're now a different person than you were 30 seconds ago like (laughs) exactly right yeah uh uh who cares about them? like yeah right yeah uh so in your uh the survey that you took we you also talked about misogyny uh mm-hmm. passing gender in general uh trans women being ostracized uh let's talk about i want to get to all of those a little bit but let's talk about uh misogyny in general yeah. and within the trans community have you I'm sure you've witnessed it and been you know on the not fun side of it <laughs> a lot yes. uh do you want to talk about some instances or how you feel about it mm, yeah definitely in general like this is gonna sound really naive but i think misogyny in general was a huge shock to me even though i had heard about it like it just like wasn't registering um and that i know that a lot of people feel similar that it is like really shocking like where misogyny is and like where it is and like as a woman but like as a trans woman also like there's just like so much like patronization like like people like treating me like I'm like so dumb or it's just like I'll like say like things that I'm like saying that I'm saying the same way that I was saying it's just like not like coming across and I could tell so it's just like really frustrating like and exhausting just misogyny in general but yeah i'm sure like trans woman it like adds another layer for sure true yeah you experience that mostly from cis men i think probably yeah i guess the misogyny part like definitely um but i think from like from women like also to like some extent now, I don't know how many trans men you have in lo- in your life, but have you ex- ever experienced misogyny from a trans guy? Hmm. No, I haven't. I know that like some people have, but I think all of the trans men that I know are like really, really respectful and amazing. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. We have to show up. I mean, gotta set a better right. example. <laughs> yeah. For but, sure. But I will say there are some some trans guys out there who are overcompensating i'd say Mm. you know treating women awful just so they could be a little bit more cis yeah (laughs) that's really sad yeah yeah kind of gross but it's fine 
Yeah. I'm very passionate about that subject, so. No, for <laughs> sure. That's really frustrating. Like, why? I don't know. Because, like, I forget who fucking said it last. I think it's in the last episode that hasn't come out yet. But, like, I feel like as trans men, we have, and I think it was Max who said it in this last in the last episode, um, that we have as trans men, I he and I feel like we have a duty to like be better, like treat women better. And he said, you know, when you when I see a woman walking in front of me outside or in the grocery store or something, and she seems scared, fucking walk the other way, like mm-hmm. like make it a safe space. Like, where a cis man wouldn't do that. Like, I don't know. Because we've lived a life like that. And we understand how scary it can be. Like, I'm going on a tangent. But, like, you get me. You understand. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No, and, like, that's, like, really... Like, I love that. And, like, incredible. I'd say. Yeah. Um, Now, is ostracizing... It's different than misogyny. I know that. But, like... Yeah. Is there any instances you can think where you felt that way? I definitely think so. I don't know if I have the right definition of ostracizing, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> but um, I just like have noticed, it didn't really happen with me, but I noticed with trans women like being villainized because there is like, obviously there's so much in media that's subconsciously teaching people to hate trans women like in so many like everything like everything you're gonna have a joke about trans women like every movie not every movie but there's so much a lot of movies in it (laughs) and yeah and I think that that like a lot of people don't realize that they're holding this and so I've seen a lot of like minor things because of course no one is perfect and I've seen like trans women make like little mistakes and like that like completely blow up um and I think that like people were like taking this is so vague because I don't want to like I've just like really seen this happen um where like someone will take something like really small and just like completely like go after this person and there's just like a lot of like it feels like trans women have to be like perfect and act like in perfect ways and regardless like it's just weird being in communities that aren't like just trans people because like There is an understanding. So I think that trans women, I mean, trans men too, but like, yeah, there definitely is like this like villainization and like there is these like, like weird vibes towards trans women that like, it's really clear to me, but also it's like hard to say because you can't really like be like, this is what's happening because there isn't like a lot of physical proof. No, yeah. Like you're, I 100% agree. I think like what you said about like, first of all, you know, I feel like out of the whole trans community, trans women are under the spotlight. And I feel like if they're not, you know, fucking what society thinks beautiful is, if they're not, like, perfect, then it's like, then you're fucking crazy. Then you're a pervert. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And also, like, yeah. you said a lot of movies, like, trans people especially trans women are the butt of the joke all of the time like we're just it's i don't know like fucking dave Chappelle and shit like that it's like how about like it's not funny first of all like i understand like 
making fun of uh, no i don't understand making fun of like a community but like i understand having not a dark sense of humor but just like that kind of sense of humor but like when it's one goddamn fucking fucking community over and over again like right. oh my god like say a different joke like come up Literally. with new content i don't know what to tell you like, oh my god just, a man in a dress is like not funny like it's just not funny like get not. over it like you've said yeah. it enough like i heard you no, sure. you got a giggle maybe five years ago but like, <laughs> yeah get on with it absolutely and that's uh, my point to that was like that's the shit that's keeping trans women ostracized in every aspect because like i don't know i don't know don't get it never will yeah. not fun Right. I think just like, I mean, with like, like all trans people too, and like non-binary people, it's like hard, but yeah, I just like know from my own experience, like it's so exhausting and like, it's like really taxing, like, like I'm feeling judged because I'm like going into the service industry right now and like not like really like using my degree for anything, but like, honestly, like just like being in a lot of like, in like academic setting specifically like it's so exhausting to really like deal with people's like shit like that and like like constantly like have to be on and like noticing this and like keep going with it it's just yeah. like really draining yeah it's really exhausting yeah to me i don't blame you i'm like having people don't realize she was like and you have to fucking fight your way to just exist too and i know that's not like a new concept i'm not the first person to say that yeah, yeah. i said it multiple times throughout this podcast but no, like okay. it's like i don't know when everybody around you or i guess society is against you like think about how that makes you feel about yourself and how draining that is to have to prove yourself in every aspect of your life like think about how much a cis person has to prove themselves for just being right. themselves it's like 10 times harder for a trans person in today's climate you know what i mean Ugh. definitely and i get it it's draining and you have to like pick your battles you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah of luckily you know choosing yeah, a, a career path where i choose every battle <laughs> right <laughs> hey, good for you so for, that. Uh, for real i'm doing god's work out here y'all i'm just kidding <laughs> right yeah definitely yeah no I think this is so like this is not really related but like this podcast like I really love it and it's so great to just like have language and hear like trans people's like really raw experience thank you I appreciate that that's really nice to yeah. hear um this podcast was not supposed to be this either like it was, oh, it was just supposed to be me and my buddy sitting here because we were full yeah. of ourselves I guess and like <laughs> and I'm glad it took the turn that it did I get to hear all of these beautiful stories from all these amazing trans people and I hope mm -hmm. I get to keep doing it um yeah I'm gonna Matt Walsh you right now though what does a being a woman mean to you oh you're so real <laughs> <laughs> wow Okay, okay. Okay, but the way the way I'm asking it is a lot different than the way he asks it. Oh my god, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, wow. Good question. But honestly, like there's a lot I could say because they're just like I'm not religious, but like I do feel spiritual and like I think that there's a to me how I experience like womanhood, there is like a spiritual sense to it because like, I don't think there's really any definition. And with, like, gender, like, how do you really explain? 
there's no definition of like woman so how do you explain that you are a woman and like how do you like sit with something that like can't be explained with logic besides just like knowing but I don't know with like womanhood there is certain things that like I connect to with womanhood like specifically like my connection to other women is really important to me and like also and I mean this in like a very like non-physical sense but just like cycles of like birth and death like yeah just like some things I do like really connect with womanhood but like honestly I just like couldn't even give you an example besides that it's just like something that like I really like know about myself right I don't know do you have like does being a man mean anything to you Mm, if I was smart I'd have that question fucking that answer prepared (laughs) (laughs) uh hmm. I think in my humble opinion I think being what a man means to me is knowing that there's no way to be a man kind of what you said you know what I mean like it's just it doesn't mean being the toughest guy in the room it doesn't mean providing for my wife like it's not the reason a man was put on the fucking face of the planet you dumb (laughs) idiots like to provide for his family no what about all the men that don't have a family like right like um, that man has a purpose like I hate that shit yeah I don't know I think manhood I guess I don't like to say the word manhood because it sounds yes but um I don't know, I guess just like knowing your emotions, like knowing that it's okay mm. to cry, shit like that. Yeah. Um but what you said about being a woman, like and like you were like I at the end you were kinda like, I don't I'm not like entirely sure and I don't think anyone is really sure. That is okay. Like I don't think yeah. anyone is supposed to know the answer to that. And when I ask it, I'm not looking for a specific answer, like Matt yeah, shit. You know what I mean? Like as a I don't know. Like, it's a hard question to ask, and Matt Walsh thinks he's fucking God walking around. What does a woman mean to you? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're you're Please a creepy offer. cis man talking to right. me. I could, it's not why I'm here. <laughs> I could go on. I could go on about that one. But, yeah. Again, being a woman, being a man does not come down to bio- biology and, like, your bones mm-hmm. and your chromosomes. Like, I don't know. All I'm saying is that it's okay to not exactly know, but what's important is how you feel as a person. That's it. Like, yeah. And why Matt Walsh can't comprehend that is beyond me. Literally. I think, like, yeah, just what you're saying with, like, the difference between sex and gender, like, that, like, I don't know, gender, like, doesn't, I don't know how to explain this, but I just think that there's, like, really, like, not a comprehension about, like, the difference between that and like to me at least like like sex like I also like I consider myself like transsexual like yes like changing my like sex but like I guess like on like the gender like part like it isn't really like to me like it isn't like something that's like physical it's like something that's like super separate but I think that's just like hard for people to like really like differentiate and like understand like how those two things could be different right because people you know not in the concept but if people think there's only two genders and once you like fucking open your mind and realize that like even outside of the transgender community there is more than one gender like i feel like it changes your viewpoint on shit and like makes you more of an open person and it's 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 one thought like it's one thought to have like it's you're one thought away of being a better person it's like that's it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
literally it's not hard like just yeah just accept it babe. <laughs> just accept it babes um yeah. now i want to talk more about um spirituality a little bit because i know mm. uh you're a little educated on that but first i want to talk more about passing yes and how you feel about passing as a trans woman how mm. maybe change throughout your transition okay yeah this is a good combo so i want to hear what you think too but i feel at first when i first started transitioning like especially when i wasn't like especially when i like still had they in the mix but like i like even like regardless i'm like it like is not important like i don't like like i was literally to the point where it's like i don't want to pass like i don't like blah 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 because like like things like that because i was just like really strong in that and like i feel different about that too because i do want to be strong in my identity and I do want the people around me like it's really hard for like I don't ever want to be friends with someone for more than a day and like they don't know that I'm trans because like that is Mm -hmm. a really important part of my identity and like myself and like like explains like who I am but um passing like now is important to me like ever since it started happening just because it was like the period where I was like on my college campus in North Carolina, like I went to UNC Chapel Hill and it's this like huge, like 20,000 like person, like school in like North Carolina. And it's not the worst, but it is like, just like not, just like wearing feminine clothing and like not passing and just like the way I was treated in my classes and like just walking around campus, like it was so exhausting and it was scary because like, like I never got like, physically assaulted but like people are like going to like say shit and they're gonna be like whack about it so like at this point it's just like passing is important to me and I guess like luckily it's luckily like for me it's working out right now to where I do feel generally passing and I was scared going back to the U.S. it like wouldn't be the same but it is but I think it's just like less exhausting for me now and also it's like better in the sense that I don't have to like explain myself to people for people that don't understand like that can't like really grasp gender Mm -hmm. which unfortunately like I would love to like live in a commune with all people that understand that but like I am running in to that it's just a lot easier because there is and like also like luckily that I'm like like very like binary so it's just like nice to have that understanding so Mm. ultimately yeah how do you feel about passing I agree with you I think maybe a little like I agree with you with all the points you said but I think my experience has been maybe the opposite of where eh, I guess because in the beginning I all I wanted was to pass 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 I need to look like a man in order to be comfortable with myself and in, in order to accept myself I needed to pass you know what I mean which is stupid and ignorant of me to think but I was you know a baby trans um but I think as time passes, now I don't care about passing anymore, but I understand that that's coming from a place of privilege because I do pass. Um, and maybe if I didn't pass right now, I would feel differently because it would be harder mm-hmm. for me to be in public. But it's just not as important to me anymore because sometimes, I don't know, I feel like... I also, I feel like... 
there's pros and cons to both because right now though if i don't if i don't tell somebody i'm trans they view me as a cis man yeah which is has its benefits obviously because privilege and and whatnot but also ew (laughs) like i don't want to be perceived as a cis man (laughs) like you know what i mean like so in some instances uh i don't want to sound like i you know want the cake and eat it too kind of type of deal but like I absolutely fucking hate that I am viewed as a cis man sometimes, even though I know that I'm a man. I don't know. It gets very hazy and confusing, but I feel like people or cis or trans men who pass very well have a bit of a weapon to like fight for their trans community a little bit more than men who don't pass as well or women who don't pass as well because they are seen as smarter, like, as you know better looking i guess and uh, more trustworthy you're yeah you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like i don't know it's fucked up but like that's why i think it's important for people who have a platform who are trans who pass very well to be very outspoken about the trans community yes. because i hate it i hate it but they are listened to more because they're pretty and because you yes know, they don't look weird you know what i mean right Definitely. Yes, I have, like, two things to say about that. But, like, first, I get what you're saying with, like, not wanting to be perceived, like, as cis, because I was in this gay club. Well, okay, first of all, like, gay men, like, really think that they, like, own that. So, like, like, a lot of cis gay men, especially. But, and, like, that's problematic. But anyways, I was, like, there, and, like, I'm definitely, like, you know, like, like, white girl, like, you know, like, John like that. <laughs> but like I just could tell that I was being like really judged by like so many people because I was like one of the only like women in this club and I'm like no like guys you don't understand I'm trans like mm. guys mm-hmm. um and also I forgot to say that like I got um a T for T tattoo on my thigh so like when I'm wearing shorts people could see that so like I hope that that like kind of alleviates some because like that because like I really truthfully at least to like trans people like I want like I don't want to just like go by and like not like meet a trans person like oh I felt that so hard I felt that so hard yeah definitely I have I have a couple stories about that but you can continue yes (laughs) okay yeah you you can tell that because like my other is just like completely not related but like also just in general like I think that a lot of like white trans people forget that they're white and like forget about white supremacy and like how that affects like people of color and like black trans people and indigenous trans people and like just people with like platforms specifically like the people in the trans community that do have like a lot of the time that like are going to have power are white and just like not like comprehending how a lot of this like exists under white supremacy and like our problems and like this is like we like need to be in this together as a community and like really be there for all trans people. Then mm. it is all trans people, all. You know I mean? Yeah, and like you're right. I think white people, white trans people, forget that. And like I've probably been at fault for that as well. And like I don't know. I think I haven't talked about that a lot on this podcast because I don't want to not give misinformation but talk where i shouldn't talk you know what i mean that makes sense yeah 
So I've kind of been waiting for a trans person of color to be on the podcast to maybe talk about it a little bit more. Um, but right now I'm at a place in the podcast where people are finding me, you know, through the survey and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I am definitely interested in in like talking about it more and bringing more awareness to it because I think it's really important that we, you know, when we talk about trans people, we're not just talking about white trans people, you know? Definitely. I think it's super important. Yeah, I agree for sure. And like, yeah, that's like hard because yeah, I also agree it's important not to speak for people and follow people, but also like to like not like having trans people of color like do the emotional labor for like us like educate ourselves on white supremacy and racism mm -hmm. and how that manifests like and also like I probably am not the best person to explain this but I just from like readings that I've done in college I know that like a lot of the ways that the gender binary exists in these toxic ways like comes from like well of course colonialism but also just like the like the domestication of like the white woman to like separate white people and black people and like the way that that manifests also really affects like transphobia and a lot of like transphobia and like homophobia and misogyny like exists under white supremacy so I just think it's important to understand and to like educate with like I like at least that's like how I try is like with like resources that are like out there right yeah because you're right I mean like I it's horrible that you know the I feel like white people have more of a voice on social media so it's important that not speak for others but to educate is is very very important you're right um I do have one question here that I almost forgot about uh, in the Google Doc. Yes. Uh, you said in your survey, which I pulled out because I really liked it, uh, I have yeah. it in quotes, we all have a unique perspective on what it means to be trans. And I, mm. I love that a lot. I think I've, I've tried to say that in my own words on past episodes, and I think I failed. Uh, <laughs> but... What do you think your perspective is on being trans? Mm, right. Um, I don't really know. I guess it exists like more spiritually for me. And this could be a little bit delusional to get out of the really hard, like hard parts that like really exist like physically of being trans and like of like transition. But I don't know, it feels very like divine to me to like be able to transition and like especially just like the connection that has come forward with like I'm Jewish and feel really strongly connected with my ancestors who have been through a lot and like have had to suppress their femininity and it feels really sacred to be able to do this huge thing like in this period of time like feeling backed by my ancestors um so yeah, it just feels like very, like something that like I wanted to do and that does feel really meaningful to me. Period. I love that. Now, <clears throat> you said you're Jewish? Yeah. I have a question. Um, now, because, okay, so 
my last episode with Joey from Transparent, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, Jewish culture a little bit because Transparent is has a lot of Jewish culture in it. And I feel like really? Judaism is very, it's like, from my perspective, from what I know, I don't know a lot on it, but oh. other uh, religions are very not accepting of trans people where I feel like yeah. Judaism maybe is a little different. No, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. It also depends on like what sect, but there, I definitely wasn't like outed from the Jewish community. Like I'm not religious, but I wasn't outed from the community because I was trans. And I think that there is a lot of acceptance. And like, I know a lot of trans people that like want to convert to Judaism because of that and like want that connection Mm -hmm. with religion. So I think that like, at least like I'm reformed Jewish and I think that that's really important and like it is incredible that's so cool i uh, before watching transparent and talking to joey i had no idea about that i kind of in my head was like all religion is bad for trans people yeah (laughs) to be honest um but i want to talk more about uh spirituality a little bit yeah i don't really know i know that like my experience with the natural world is really important to me. Um, Like when I was transitioning, I also felt like I was becoming more spiritual and a huge part of that was like spending more time outside and like more time like in forests. And I think like I had just been so like outside of my body and like so disassociated because I was feeling so much pain and like I still do feel a lot of pain like regarding transition and regarding like going through male puberty and like so many things that were like really hard on my body and I think like coming back and like being fully like in like fully like in my body and like connected with like my natural systems and like the systems of like earth too and just like taking time like watching like trees and like watching like spending time like in the river and things like that feel very spiritual to me. And I've talked to other trans people that had similar experiences, just like taking a lot of time to process like in the natural world. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I think Um, now I feel like it's different for everybody, right? Everybody can have a different experience with it. I think for 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 a long time, I didn't know the difference between that and religion. I guess. Yeah. With that, is that something you learned along the way? Were you taught it? How did you, how did you become introduced to it? Yeah. I think like I feel similar. I felt really traumatized and sensitive. And it's not as bad as other people, but regardless, I did feel like some sets of trauma from like having a bar mitzvah and like my Jewish upbringing and just like the way that Judaism like manifests itself to me like is a lot of like conforming to Christianity and just like religion and isn't like really authentic to like how my ancestors were like way back when um and I just kind of like had to separate like a lot of pain that was like in that to find like how like how I was actually like feeling connected and like how I was feeling like empowered with myself and like like an example of that was like when I was um like coming out as non-binary and like especially as a woman like I didn't like a lot 
of my Jewish ancestors were really connected with the moon and like the moon cycles and the way that the Hebrew calendar works is like through the like through like the phases of the moon and like the new year like isn't until April and like the winter is a time of rest and I would just really intentionally like connect myself like with the moon and like a lot of my actions and like when I was like starting new things like even to this day I really feel connected with that so I don't necessarily know how to separate it but that was like really big for me because I when I stopped being religious I felt like a really big loss in my life because I felt really like deeply connected in the Jewish community but in some in senses it's hard because I didn't have like other trans Jewish people and I just don't necessarily like love what's going on with the religion so mm -hmm. I kind of like feel like I'm finding more like independent practice that I could then like do with other people well I appreciate you sharing that with me I didn't I didn't know a lot of that so I appreciate that um <clears throat> and earlier or just before you were saying um you know almost <clears throat> being one with nature too like rivers and mountains and trees and stuff too um I relate. I agree. I yeah. think it's it sounds silly, I think, you know, to yeah. to say, you know, being one with nature will help your transition. But like dead ass, bro, like I be looking at <laughs> trees and mountains and shit and thinking about <laughs> how I'm a man. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. Like I know it's also just like a Jewish practice when you're like confused, like and don't know what to do to just kind of like sit with a tree and like ask it your questions and like I agree with you I really think that that was the most helpful thing to my transition was like the time that I spent outside the time that I like isolated and like really started like asking myself the deeper questions and like felt like confident enough to like accept that like what I was saying was like valid and like what my experience was was like valid right because you're getting away from society awful awful yeah. society who treats Literally. us like shit and you look at the world and like how how maybe it was made and how literally the trees don't care if i'm a boy or a girl <laughs> they're chilling uh that might have been the dumbest thing i've ever said but like... <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i loved it Keep going. Yes. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. The trees don't care about my gender. No, absolutely. Why do yeah. you? <laughs> they don't. They really don't. The river um, doesn't care. Mountain right. doesn't care. The ocean doesn't care. Right. But like, like it's so true. Right. Uh, and those yeah. are the things that like matter in life. Uh, I love it. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, I love that. I feel really like connected with the physical environment i think that's super important like trans or not like and i yeah. definitely take that shit for granted all the time until i'm like on vacation and i'm like oh my god i'm such a nature girly like oh my god i can always be a nature girly <laughs> literally always yeah there's parks everywhere i don't know where you live but i live in new york long island okay, it's, it's not very like nature -y, I guess but it could yeah. be if I try hard enough it could be yeah for yeah. sure uh I appreciate you sharing that all sharing all of yeah. that with me um I love how much I learn from my guests too like I'd be learning so much every week I love it Incredible. um 
<laughs> now, do you have a trans song of the week or no? Oh wait. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with Only You by Angelica Ross just because I love her. Slay. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I will put it in the description below and I will one hundred percent give a listen to it and I recommend everybody okay. else do. Now do you have a reason on why that's your trans song of the week? Oh, well, mostly... Okay, is it supposed to be, like, a song by a trans person or a song that reminds you? Okay, it's because she's trans and, like, really cool. She was in Pose, which is, like, my favorite TV show. Oh, my God. And it's a trans woman. Now I'm even more excited to check it out. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's about it for this episode. I think that was a great freaking episode. Um, now, do you want people to follow you on social media? Definitely. They can follow me um it's lavender daydream with two y's because my drag name is daydream you didn't talk about how you do drag oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait <laughs> that was important <laughs> do you want to talk about that for a second that's awesome yeah okay for sure. tell me about it yeah my friends like really got me into it she's incredible she's trans also and like First of all, like trans women should be taking over like all of the drag queen spaces. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, yeah, period. But I don't even know what to say about it. It's just like really incredible. And I love to perform when I was a kid. And that was something that was like really like I was pretty heartbroken when my voice changed because like I just like didn't really feel like I could perform anymore or like sing. And like it just kind of felt really dysphoric. But that was just like a really amazing sense like when I wasn't super like confident in my femininity and I wasn't like going out and like and just helped me connect with my womanhood a lot and feel like really powerful and desired and like incredible just super cool I love that yeah that's awesome definitely thank you for sharing that with me that's really cool for sure you watch did you watch uh the last season of RuPaul's Drag Race I didn't did you watch it I did I did watch it okay how was it (laughs) Oh, it's so good. And the oh. spoil alert, I'm going to spoil it if you don't mind. Can I spoil okay. it? Yeah, you can spoil it. Are you going to watch it? I'm probably not going to watch it, so you should spoil it. Okay, so I don't know if you know who won, but Sasha Colby, who's a trans woman, won the season. Oh, uh, incredible. Right? Uh, made me so happy. And That's great. And when I was just on vacation on a cruise, just a little stupid story that I'm sharing for no reason. Um, fucking, I was on a cruise with lots of old people like everybody over the age of 60 and we were playing this okay. trivia game in a in a room full of old people me and my girlfriend my sister uh and her boyfriend <clears throat> there was one question that was like meant for gen z and it was who won the last season of rupaul's drag race and i knew it was sasha colby i knew it was a trans woman and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my fucking god what is her name what is her fucking name what is i could not remember her name i'm like the only young person besides my girlfriend in this room and nobody knew it and it was like one of those instances where it was like one it was like trivia where one side of the room was one team and the other side was another and my sister and my girlfriend were like, oh, my God, think. You got this. You got this. And we're, like, we're drawing <laughs> all the attention to me. So, like, all these old people were like, oh, my God, win this for us. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, I follow her on Instagram. I talk about her all the time on my own podcast about trans people. I can't. Like, I have to get this. <laughs> no. And I remembered her name at the last second. 
I literally, I, I hopped over somebody. I hopped over an old person and ran to the yeah. microphone. I was like, <clears throat> Sasha Colby. <laughs> and I got it. And I just felt so good about myself. Oh, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was my story of the day. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, just because I, you just reminded me of Sasha Colby and I love her. And I think you're right. Trans women should take over drag. 100%. Definitely. Okay. Do they still, I know on Jog Race, like there was like some type of rule where you couldn't be taking hormones and go on the show, but I wasn't sure if that was just like old. I, that, I think I'm not a hundred percent. I don't know either, but I think that was a rule at one point, And then after Sasha, I mean, right before Sasha Colby, I think they changed that rule. Okay. Cause well. there was a big uproar if a trans woman could be on that show or not. Right. But I'm glad she fucking won because Fuck you if you think trans women can't do drag. So true. Literally. Period. That's incredible. Okay, well, maybe (laughs) I'm going to watch it You should. It's a great season. And Sasha Colby is, oh my God, she slays. She slays. Okay, great. Incredible. Really dope that you do drag. Thank you for sharing that with me. Definitely. And what is your Instagram handle again so people can follow you? Yes. Lavender Daydream. um, And there's two Y's in Daydream. Period. I love that. What a name. Yeah. Iconic. Um, and you can follow me at HRT Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. I post on there every single day. Uh, y'all know the spiel. Discord. It's always in the link in the description below if you want to join the Discord. Um, Patreon. Oh, my God. Just uh, Max helped me just put out a video, a little behind the scenes thing from last episode with Joey. Uh, I had a little hiccup in that episode that you probably didn't see. So if you want to check that out, it's really funny. Uh, yeah, go check it out on my Patreon. It's only $5. You have no excuse. Actually, you have an excuse, but you have no excuse for the Discord. <laughs> That's free. Uh, and that is about it for this week. Subscribe to me here. I drop videos every Tuesday. Lavender, thank you so much for today. This was a really fun episode, I think. The conversation was awesome and I really enjoyed it. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, Yeah, that's it. I will see you guys next week. Bye.